0: You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck.
1: The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys,
2: Welcome back for another shift on the Geeks Watch. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a weird shift. It's it's it, There is no more wall. There is no more Game mm. of Thrones. Uh, what what are we doing on the, on the on this uh, Geeks Watch now? Brooding. Brooding. Mm. Just hanging out above the uh, uh, north of the wall with the free phone, I guess. Yeah.
1: In in the snow somewhere in the woods. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we are going to continue with the Geeks Watch, and we're going to keep watching things. We're going to watch. We're going to talk about Black Mirror now, because guess what? Season five has come back. And
3: and, and to do that, mm, what? Series five.
2: I'm sorry, series five. It's a British show. Uh, So, yeah, we have John returning. Yep, so here. Steven returning. Dusty. And Jessica. Hello. All right. Joined us for the last parts of of, uh, Game of Thrones. And, you know. I do know you said you wanted to change your mind on that season finale, the series finale of Game of Thrones. Do you want to reiterate that now or do you want to...
0: I just... What? I kind of do wish it was a bit more epic. I think that was my biggest thing was like, it was like all those symbols and all the foreshadowing and it just means... Nothing. <laughs> like, which part of me is like, I guess that does make sense because that's the reality of it. But another part of me is like, but it's a fantasy series. There's
2: dragons. <laughs> like,
0: there's dragons. And there's magic. Like, you got a lot
2: of dragons. <laughs> like, I
0: felt like there should have been more of that within the f- season. Like, mm-hmm. but
2: all right. So, yeah, I like, not really changed. changed.
0: Not okay. really. Like, it was a good, solid ending. Okay. Like, it definitely did end, and I just, I don't know if I liked the overall the overall of it so. yeah. so it
1: just came to a barreling like, halt
0: yeah, I, yeah that's kind of what it just came to a halt and be like eh he's a Targaryen but who gives a crap like yeah, and everybody fine. ended up back where they were in a way too so it's like
2: I mean that, that it was
0: almost too expected of an ending
2: that shuttle to Naboo was, was about to take off those guys had to get going <laughs> Uh, all right, so yes, we're going to talk about Black Mirror Series Five, Episode One today. What was it called? It was called Striking Vipers. Yeah, the, the name yeah. of the game. The name yeah. of the video game. So before we get to that though, let's talk about some geek news for the week. Ooh. First thing we have is uh oh that that it's supposed to be it it chapter fr- or it chapter two sorry chapter five. It Chapter 2 is going to have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con this year from Warner Brothers. It's going to be at their event they call Scare Diego as part of S- San Diego Comic-Con, but outside of the convention itself. So you don't have to have a ticket to San Diego Comic-Con, but you d- but you do have to be there, I guess? It's a
3: terrible name.
2: It is a terrible name, <laughs> but uh, Warner Brothers isn't known for coming up with great names. However... Or, they- or
3: Cinematic Universe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> However, they are... Uh, They are on their out. They are not going to show up at Hall H this year to have any video for any of their upcoming movies, other than (laughs) it Chapter Two, which is going to be at the Scare Diego part. So this is a real strange thing. Like Marvel in the past has taken years off of not coming. Uh, They didn't go to San Diego Comic Con last year. Marvel Studios, I should say, not Marvel. But um, this year you have things like Joker coming out in October. You have Uh, Wonder Woman 84 coming out the next year. Like these are big properties that you'd want your your core audience who will be at San Diego Comic Con to see. Like they have other stuff too. I imagine. I mean, there's probably something in the Conjuring universe, which is a universe, a cinematic universe that they do well with. That I'm sure they would love to people to see. There's no Harry Potter, I guess. There's no Fantastic Beast movie, so that's a big another big one that they'll be missing. But uh, it's I think it's gonna it's it's I don't know if it's writing on the wall or not. A lot of people were reporting that it's it's the not so much death of these big franchises coming to San Diego Comic-Con, but it might be the writing on the wall.
1: Well, didn't they also just finish rapping on uh, the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn?
2: Yes, they did. They did just finish. Uh, yeah, so they, could, they would definitely have some footage to show, Something, yeah. but for whatever reason, they're not going to bring it.
3: I feel like this might be the same situation as, like, where we're at with E3 right now. No one's going because everyone's trying to take stuff in-house. Like, Mm. you you see everyone doing their own thing, and you're seeing that with Warner Brothers in general. Like, they just released that whole new thing. Their, Their set of streaming services with their, like, cable package style things where you can buy stuff a la carte or together. I I don't know. I think it's probably them just controlling their own thing. Comic-Con's great, but at the end of the day, they spend a lot of money to do something at someone else's business, basically.
2: Yeah, but that's Star Wars has its own Star Wars Celebration, but they still bring stuff to San Diego Comic-Con. Like, not everybody can go to Star Wars Celebration. Not, I mean, Warner Brothers doesn't have their own convention yet. I mean, I guess WonderCon kind of is, but... Uh, I,
3: but at the same time, that like what you just said is Disney, who has yeah. like all the money in the world, <laughs> paying for two appearances. Hey. Warner Brothers is like, hey, maybe we can pay for no appearances, and then just put some <laughs> shit out on the internet. Just but, leave them wanting. More.
2: Warner Brothers is <laughs> not just Warner Brothers anymore. Warner Media, Warner Media is AT and T, so they do have a lot of money. Don't you
3: know, they, they got a bunch of money? But they can't. They still can't throw it around willy nilly. Like I just, I, I think why, why give someone else money to show off your own thing if you can put it out on the internet and they can spend more money doing like say interactive internet stuff
2: this is true I mean, that, I mean that's, that's the other thing is that Warner Brothers whenever they bring a superhero movie or a comic book movie to San Diego Comic Con that footage always gets leaked and they get angry yeah. every year, so I can see that they'd be like, "Well, why do we want to keep doing this if they're just if our shit's just going to show up online and people are going to like
0: crappy video, yeah, crappy self footage that's
2: from yeah, underneath not people's legs?" Security. Yeah. Um, so I, I I I understand it, but I also feel like that's un- unfortunate.
0: Well, I don't even know if there's a benefit to like revealing stuff too early anymore. Anyways, yeah. because you just get like already these like fights over it Mm -hmm. like as soon as like the first image comes out somebody is battling over whether or not it's (laughs) going to be good or not like is that actually good publicity anymore maybe
1: they were anticipating a huge backlash against robert pattinson (laughs) see Uh, (laughs) that's a that's a possibility too (laughs) it was like we know people are gonna be booing let's just not even bother (laughs) i mean i don't know
0: how far in advance did they plan to not show up at Comic Con? Though
2: this just came out this week. Yeah. I mean, that's that's when they let us know. That, yeah. How far they were planning? I don't know. I also think it's partly because AT and T acquired Warner, so they're they're like they're they're doing with a lot of things. So yep.
0: they're kind of in limbo right now, yeah. figuring their own crap out. How can they mm-hmm. talk about
3: so. anything else? Yeah. I, just, I, I think we're seeing like a reshaping of how people are presenting stuff, and I'm really curious to see how that stuff nets out. I, I just want something more inventive than like, and we brought the whole cast here to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: I, we, I don't need that. Nobody but, needs that. But you know what? It, look, I've been in Hall H a, a, a few times, and when they are allowed to talk the cast members and the and the the creators the directors the writers and stuff like that like obviously you can't be like hey what happens in the movie like who does batman yeah. kill uh you can't say anything like that but like when you can get up there and 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 ask ben affleck you know what was he, what were you going going through your mind when you're putting on that bat suit for the first time that's kind of interesting like yeah. that's those are interesting things that you can talk to someone about because bat, so. ben affleck was a huge batman fan before this and like the fact that you get to play batman it seems awesome
3: yeah. Yeah, but does does that have to happen at Hall H?
2: Where else are you going to get a huge star like that?
3: The entire internet. Then they don't have to pay them to go
2: somewhere. Yeah. Just do a Reddit ma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, how, but how often do, do they do Reddit MAA Like big stars like that. Not big stars like that,
3: because they're done because they're not doing it yet.
2: So you just want to break the wheel huh so?
3: yeah reinvent some shit like yeah. like why do the same thing that we've always done like the, the first thing that you said to start off talking about when they're talking in hall h was a caveat about when they're allowed to talk about
2: stuff true hmm.
0: you're right
3: I'd much prefer it if they got to actually answer people and just have someone right next to them who gets to go like nah, I mean what well, you can't answer about the plot. And they get to write about something else right there. And so you get to have this full response thing that's not contingent on all these other things. They don't have to pay a bunch of money to have the people there in person. They get to do it from wherever mm-hmm. they're already at.
0: Yeah, but And I fe- they
3: can save more money again.
0: I get what you're saying, like, but I feel like that would change Reddit too much. And it would become like, think of YouTube recently got a lot, a lot more corporate, a lot more like celebrities on it. And now people hate YouTube. Like oh, no. it's it changed how the game works, and I, like the more you throw celebrities on the internet and using these free platforms, the more it changes the dynamic of it, and it ends up just like the same bullcrap. Yeah, I all mean, over. You don't yeah. like have is. to have
3: an account and be an active poster on like r slash whatever to do to do an AMA. Like they can just hang out and it doesn't have to necessarily be Reddit or anything. They can still be them on like Warner's Facebook page doing some stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, well anyway, it's it, it's a long drawn out conversation, and I don't know. I don't know what things are gonna happen.
2: <laughs> I just, I something different. wait i have you on this podcast because you're the inside man on warner brothers what's yeah. going on
1: here i'm not. <laughs> i'm still upset they didn't consult with me before they decided to do this i don't understand <laughs> where
2: <laughs> this went wrong
1: well i'm i'm i was always surprised that you signed off on
2: robert pattinson being batman like I, I was for it i was <laughs> like yeah this is what we need right now which is our next story robert pattinson is officially going to be our batman bruce wayne like, I have definitely come around on this mm-hmm. because I realize that I have I have not seen him in other movies other than Twilight and uh Harry Potter. I've not seen Cosmopolis or Hi, what is it? High Fly High Fly? High Hi Life, oh, wow. that's what it's called. High Life or uh what's his new one? Lighthouse, which everybody's raving about. Like he, from the sounds of it, the dude's a great actor and I just haven't gotten a chance to watch him be a great actor. I don't know. I just think he doesn't have the look yet. That can change. Yeah,
0: you can get the look.
2: You can get the look. Yeah. Anybody else have information on on Robert Pattinson? You already know how I feel. Mm-hmm. You were surprised they didn't let you sign off on it. Got it. Yeah. You're all for it. <laughs> I,
3: I like that it's happening because in in a world where there's some there's apparently weight given to like fan petitions and stuff like that. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> would, movie. Oh. Like, no, he's Batman. I'm just I'm thrilled that he's
1: making the progression from a vampire boy to a bat man. Yeah, I think that makes all the difference for me. Just like an Aquaman. Are you that fish boy? Yeah, it's
2: fish man. It's
1: going to fit right in.
2: Uh, With that, we also got the fact that there's going to be the Riddler and Robin are also going to be in this movie. And it's going to be a trilogy like if what yeah it's gonna All be right. a trilogy well,
1: everything has to be a trilogy i mean now. this is this is I'm not, the joker's not gonna be but a trilogy. this isn't gonna be associated with any of the previous continuity correct no it is it's not. just its own standalone
2: not game? not to our knowledge at this point if it does really well
1: i could see that changing but mm. we'll see it'd be cool if it was a continuation of like the schumacher movies well, you know the funny thing is, is, that the first announcement
2: was that it was going to be Penguin and Catwoman as the bad, as the villains in the movie, and that's a repeat of Batman Returns. So yeah. Yeah. It, it was kind of like, hmm, are we? Is that what we're
1: doing? We're kind of going back to that. But the but. genders were inverted, so it's going to be Catwoman's actually the guy. So and it's Cat-Man and, Catman and Penguin, penguin again, but penguin, Lady Penguin? Yes. <laughs>
2: um, is is there any particular villains? Because th- from the sounds of it, we're going to see just about every villain, or at least a whole slew of them. Is there any particular villain anybody wants to see in this movie, at least the first one or one of the, the trilogy? Phantasm. The Phantasm? Really? The, old, the character that always showed up in the in the animated movie? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Steven?
3: I, I got nothing. I, I, I still want them to do, like, old man bats. Like, just just do that and do Batman Beyond.
2: Oh, you want to do Batman was, Beyond, not
1: Dark Knight Returns?
3: Yeah, I, I want, well, I want to do anything that's have, me having Terry McGinnis as Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm curious how grounded they're going to make this. Like, are they going to go all out with, uh, like, how they did before with, like, yes, it's normal. These guys wear costumes. There's really great gothic architecture. He's got all the gadgets. Or is it going to be more grounded and... Uh, realistic, because that's gonna make a huge difference as to how it's portrayed on screen. I'm
2: sure at this point
1: they're gonna do something that's
2: much like Batman v Superman in in Justice League, because we're they're not gonna go as grounded as Nolan universe, but they're definitely not gonna go as far as Schumacher.
3: I was uh, I was gonna say I feel like we lean more towards like animated series.
1: See, that's what I'm going for. Like, I feel like if they ever could adapt Heart of Ice into a movie. It would be the greatest movie ever. And have Brian Cranston play Mr. Freeze. That's a good Mr. Freeze. Ooh, oh, shit. That would be amazing. <laughs> I want Tom Hanks to play Mr. What? Freeze, though. I can see that too. <laughs> yeah. That's
3: that's I, want Tom, I want Tom Hanks to play Toymaker or Toyman
1: or oh, whatever. Oh, really? Ooh, that but work. Toyman is a Superman yeah. villain. Or what about the ventriloquist guy? He can
2: play would, yeah.
3: you, would? So the the guy that's like in the big old like robot at times? Yeah. He's
2: that's, that's, like a little puppet? That's a Superman. Oh, wait. He's Superman villain? Yeah. Because he ends up killing, uh, uh, what's the, the Cat Grant's son, which Cat Grant is part okay, of. Okay, yeah, the- yeah. Uh, did, I'm sorry, villain. Was there any villain that you wanted to see, Jessica?
0: Actually, I like the Riddler. Yeah? Yeah. Do we know who's playing him yet?
2: So the the rumor is, is that when they were doing the, the, the screen okay. test for Nicholas Colt, is that It's actually so that he could play the Riddler. Mm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not so happy about that. I don't know,
0: because I think I saw a picture of Tennant as the David Tennant as the Riddler, and I think that one. I like that too. Yes, I love Tennant, especially when he does a villain.
2: (laughs) I've been all for David Tennant playing uh, the Riddler since uh, his Purple Man got killed, so I'm all for this. (laughs) Yeah. All right, going into the next story, Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Did you know that he made a comic book sequel to his movie Django and Chain called Django and Zorro? No
3: idea.
2: Yeah. I didn't know about this. You knew about this, Steven? Yeah.
3: I like I like the comics, man.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> Did you know? It's
2: a fucking weird one.
1: I just found out about this this week, and I am trying to find out as much as I can about it because it sounds so crazy that I want to see it. So
2: in the comic book, apparently uh, Django is on the run. He's wanted for the murder of Candy or whatever his name. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Uh, candy. And, it's your candy. Yeah, and then uh, he meets up with elderly statesman um, Juan Diego. Yeah, Juan Diego. And uh, he ends up having to team up with him at, to rid some people from the Mexico lands that Zorro protects. And uh, they, he is, uh, Quentin Tarantino has enlisted Gerard Carmichael, a uh, comedic, uh, Cassano comedian who had the Carmichael show not too long ago on NBC, to now write the script for the movie. So there's going to be a movie where Thanks, Jamie Foxx and maybe Antonio Banderas team up together.
1: To fight bad guys. Oh, so it's going to be an Uh, attenuation of, like, natural Zorro? That's what the rumor is at this point, that it's going to have Antonio Banderas. I
0: feel like they'll probably recast You think so? Yeah.
2: I mean, because in the story, it's supposed to be an older Zorro. Oh, uh, well,
0: then maybe they...
3: That that would be so cool, though. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Banderas has, like, historically been really connected to the characters that he does play in things. um, To the point where, uh, when they did... It was uh, 9. They did that. The musical Daniel Day-Lewis, he had previously played that character, if I remember correctly. No, no, it wasn't Nine. Fuck, what movie was that? I forget. There was a thing where he played a character in a musical, and it it was supposed to, like, he was like, oh, no, no I, I, I'm a shoo-in for this. And nope. <laughs> and he was very mad.
1: Is it like the Cumbia Kings or something like that? Uh, oh. Something like that. What was it? Cumbia Kings? Something Kings. Cumbia Kings. Latin Kings, I don't know. I was like, Cumbia is Kings a- is a... That's that's, a, that's an actual
3: group. Oh, that's
2: an actual band. What you thinking? Yeah. Ah. ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. So, uh <laughs> more than likely this wouldn't be Tar- Tarantino directing this movie because he has said that he will retire after his 10th movie and if he were to do this this would be his 10th movie, more than likely it would be him producing this movie uh, and someone else directing it. Hmm. Which he's done in the past too.
1: Oh, so he's not going to do a Star Trek movie after all?
2: I don't know. I think he's definitely writing it. Who knows if that's going to... Whether or not he'll direct whether it. Whether he'll direct it. And if he does, maybe will be, it's outside of his Tarantino universe movie because all of his movies are connected in some way. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't, it wouldn't count. I don't know. I don't Tarantino's like kind of a strange guy. I don't know if you know this.
0: Only kind of. Yeah. He's got a foot. Kind of sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Harrison Ford. The, for you Star Wars people. He uh. (laughs) No, you have to separate the art from the artist. Do I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
0: Because he's also the Indiana Jones. (laughs) He is
1: Indiana Jones, and that's what the story is about. He is uh
2: talking to, I'd say, Variety. Someone. He was talking to someone this this past week, and he let it out that hey, they're going to be starting filming or starting production on Indiana Jones Five next year, 2020. So I'm guessing that's a 2022 release date. Like Probably. how old is Harrison Ford now? It's like 78 or something like that. It's like He's like set pushing 80. 96. 96, <laughs> like a 96-year-old man shouldn't
1: be using a bullwhip and <laughs> and floating around through the air. It just seems bad, like a bad idea. I mean, but this guy is one of those that's gonna go out on Plays of glory one day. I mean, he crashed his plane not too long ago while <laughs> he, still filming. He crashed Star Wars. a few planes. Yeah, seventy six. He's seventy six. He's 76. Okay, but he also rescued people from like a forest fire. So I mean, he's he's living the real life like yeah. his characters. Didn't, he's...
0: didn't he almost get okay. crushed filming Force, the Force Awakens. Awakens? Yeah, yeah. The,
1: Millennium the Millennium Falcon door. The Millennium
0: Falcon door crushed his legs.
2: Like, this is a, insane. Harrison Ford's got an insane life. Um is he is he just accident prone and it sounds
3: cool cuz he's managed to outlive all of those accidents. <laughs> like,
2: yes, that's exactly what it is.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, I'd be more curious what the plot is because he was very after the fourth one came out with the aliens and mm-hmm. everybody just like crapped and on. Hated you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they weren't He aliens. was very
0: like adamant that I will not do another Indiana Jones unless I approve of the script.
1: <laughs> According to Spielberg, it was an interdimensional being, not an alien. But they are alien oh. to this dimension. I Yeah. So we would, I think the there's a
0: different definition for
2: that. of the word. No, it's, it's it's alien just alien. like, like extra legal alien.
0: It wasn't more like it was aliens, it was more like everything else was religious symbols and then this
2: Look, was you know, there's a fan a theory. A different sort of religion. I'm not a, thing, I'm not a defender like... of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but <laughs> You're I an also, apologist. I'm not an apologist. But I want to <laughs> say that it's not any worse than the other movies in the series. You have a box that opens yeah. up and spirits come out and melt people's faces.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I all, actually did but enjoy it's good. it. It's, yeah, but I it really I it's did. Make, I actually really did enjoy it. I was like, why but are you like, this has the, the same theming as the other one. The, the <laughs> the it's MacGuffin, just that it's in South America. Yeah.
1: The, <laughs> like, the MacGuffin is not the issue. The problem is that Everything else in this movie was awful. Like the Shia LaBeouf character was stupid. It's only
2: awful because you don't want it to happen.
1: You don't want you don't want Indiana Jones to quit and pass it on. No, it yeah. was fine. I would have liked for like a character to take the mantle, of the son of Indiana Jones to uh, keep it going or whatever. This was just a really poorly written and poorly directed movie that was way over the top <laughs> in all think the wrong it was ways. That bad. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. No, the alien thing to me need... worked, but.
0: <laughs> I didn't even hate Shia LaBeouf's character. I didn't hate Because it either. fit the just... decade it was in. Like, he was a greaser who mm-hmm. didn't know who his dad was. Like, he was that character.
1: It just seemed to me like <laughs> they didn't know what to do, but they wanted to just put a movie out there. <laughs> and this is like, oh, this is good enough. Let's I film mean, this it. I is,
0: mean, this
2: is Lucas and Spielberg. Like, they're the ones who made the other three. Like, how... I mean, before this, Temple of Doom is the one that's hated the most. Like
0: so That's like my favorite one. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: say it's hated. It's just... it's am it's with you. It has the who most are you with? different tone. but Steven, who are you with? Yeah, like,
3: like Liking the movies that are, that are hated. X-Men 3 is my favorite. Yes! Me
2: too! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably like Blade <laughs> 3 then. I do like Blade 3. No, not <laughs> you, but him. I know. Anyways... <laughs> any any idea what kind of mythology would be he'd be getting into in his seventies now? Because I think this would so this movie would have to take place. What was so? What was Kingdoms Crystal Skulls? That was the sixties, like right? The fifties, late fifties. Yeah. So
1: this would be the late sixties, if not the late I wanna early seventies. I want to say they should tackle the founding of Scientology, oh. and that way they could combine both religion and science fiction. Ah, okay. And then we find out that there's some truth to it after all. They go to the volcano where Xenu crests the ship. <laughs> And all the Thetans got loose. I think you're 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 on a very thin edge there. Oh, like yeah. Hollywood's gonna <laughs> implode if they made that movie. Come at yeah, me, Tom Cruise. Hey, now you can meet Andy Cachola. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, before you kill me, you gotta say hi to this guy. I wish him a happy birthday.
0: <laughs> Take <a> this <stand laughs> damn Uh All
1: right, what about you, Jessica?
0: There's a lot that happens in the '60s, like a lot of interesting things. You have the Vietnam War. You have the Cold War of stuff out, like there's a lot of lore that they could play with too i
2: could i could definitely see that. i could see indiana jones on his or professor jones you know on the campus having to deal with protesters and stuff like that and yeah what, what Ooh, that what that means hope he doesn't teach at kent state oh, oh god does anybody know what what university he's usually teaching at? uh i don't know yeah they i don't no, no, no. at yeah. the school of hard knocks. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's he's a student of life. S- Stephen, any anything yeah. to add to Indiana Jones and what he could be in the fifth movie?
3: I, I couldn't care less about Indiana Jones, <laughs> but I like the idea of him doing something around Vietnam. That's
2: okay, cool. that that I like that idea too. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh,
3: it's broken. He broke it. I see it from here.
2: <laughs> suicide Squad. James Gunn Suicide Squad. We have Joel Kinneman coming back. We have Viola Davis coming back. We have Margot Robbie coming back. We have uh, J- Jai Courtney coming back. Everybody except for Will Smith and I want to say the gentleman, I, I never I don't want to try his name because I always screwed up, that, that played uh, Killer Croc, Killer Croc uh, have oh. signed on to come back. Um, but just Alba was one of the first people to sign on, and he is now rumored because he's no longer. They're no longer saying he's going to play Deadshot. I'm guessing because Will Smith said, "Hey, leave that slot open for me." Um, he is rumored to be playing Bronze Tiger, which I think would have been has been perfect. And he is like since the beginning, since they announced that he was going to be uh, on the team. Uh, anybody have any input on Bronze Tiger?
1: I have zero no. information on this character. <laughs> It's not a
2: real well-known character, and that's why they chose him. Yeah, this will definitely
1: give a boost to that character if he plays it. Like, it's I can see it happening. Well, he definitely looks like he has the same eyes that uh, Mm -hmm. he has in Thor, like in the Thor movies. Oh yeah, bronze-looking eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, Heimdall playing Heimdall.
2: He's kind of got the same look. So, any, any, with all these people coming back for the for this Suicide Squad. And more than likely, James Gunn is going to kill off a bunch of them because that's the whole point of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Does anybody is this make you feel like you want to see this more movie more, yeah. less, or the same? No. Not not at all. <laughs> not at all. Okay. i not a fan yeah. of Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, that movie was bad.
3: <laughs> Stephen, I it, it's fine. I, they got James Gunn to get a paycheck when he got turned away somewhere else, and that part's cool.
2: <laughs> Which then made it so that he could go back to yeah. Disney. Yeah,
3: (laughs) but just stop, guys. It's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) John? I want to see it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I want to see this I'm, movie, too, I'm but down. I'm just saying I'm not more excited. I No, I've, I've just the involvement of James Gunn alone already like put my ass in the seat. So <laughs> I, mean, could, I, I don't know what he's going to do with it, what he's going to throw out there. But I will definitely want to watch it just simply because you got a good director. And the, I'm pretty sure they're giving him full reign to do whatever he uh, wants. I'm sure it. they are. So, I mean, that's going to be pretty awesome in and of itself. Uh, I
2: mean, yeah, they're, they're I mean, with. Todd Phillips doing a Joker movie. Um, uh, who's doing the the Batman? Mark, Matt, Mark Reeves. Matt Reeves doing this Batman movie. James Gunn coming in to do his Suicide Squad movie. Like I feel like Warner Brothers is kind of backing off a little bit more, being I mean, like, "Hey, make the movie you guys want. We need to make this yeah. comic book stuff work."
3: Yeah. E- even they with they Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman, like they're 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 just like, "Go ahead."
2: Yeah. Because I mean, obviously you should Patty or Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman movie did gangbusters like it it mm-hmm. people loved it so why not
1: let her make the movie she wants to make you think yeah. the studio might have become self-aware even for a moment and realized oh when we meddle with it we it screw it up it's bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> when
2: we bring in a I, I don't even
3: I was gonna say I don't even think it was that I think that they were literally like damn we fucked up what does Marvel do and they still didn't learn a lesson about themselves but they're just mimicking what Marvel yeah. does yeah where they let the other people make the movies
2: yeah yeah definitely uh, and then, over there at Warner Brothers, a they are t- targeting that Supergirl will come out. Will start production in 2020. So that means Batman should come out 2021. Supergirl as a movie should come out 2022 as well. Like they haven't announced anybody that's going to play the roles. They don't have a director. They don't have a writer or anything like that. But they they are targeting 2020 for starter production. Anybody? Is there any director that anybody would like to see direct a Supergirl movie? Josh Trank. Why Josh Trank? <laughs> what? Because his Fantastic Four <laughs> movie was did so great. <sighs> no, no, it, because he Chronicle, so Chronicle was so good. Himself.
1: Yeah, Chronicle was. Chronicle
2: amazing. was good. Wait, Josh Trank did make that that Fantastic Four movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he okay. did, yeah, he he did that stick. instead
3: of Chronicle too, like an idiot.
2: Chronicle was a good movie, but yeah, then he lost his, <laughs> his well, he lost his Star Wars Episode Nine movie. He was the one that was going to do Episode 9, right?
1: Yeah. No, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, was he was ju- the first one to to get it. And yeah. then it went to... Uh, who was the other person? He had to bow out because I was like, yeah, I'm not picking up the pieces after... Um, Are you sure? Yeah, there was someone... Uh, Josh Trank was... Or maybe he was going to do the Boba Fett movie. I don't remember. Yeah, he, got, he was yeah. going to do something. But yeah, they lost him and they lost whoever was going to do Episode uh, 9. And they, now it's just... Back to JJ. So, okay, is there
2: anybody that you you actually like to see, or do you actually are you sticking with Josh Trank?
1: Nah, yeah, it's just fucking. Me. Okay. Um, as far as directors for Supergirl, I don't know. I feel like the guy that got to play to do the first Thor movie, Kenneth Branagh. Yes, I think he could make a good Supergirl movie. Okay, that's we see the first interesting. First
3: movie. Yes.
1: What was that? Kenneth, you're you're
3: saying the person, the, the person decided to put a Dutch angle every 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that looks really wants. good when you
2: somebody's flying. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think would be interesting is uh, Alex Garland, who I think he, I'm pretty sure he's the one that made um, he made Ex Machina, and then he made uh, the one about the alien, and it had uh, Natalie Portman in it, and gina rodriguez extinction known was it extinction no it's not extinction was it annihilation it was annihilation that's what it was called i think alex garland would be a pretty interesting director if you went something like that Annihilation was really good annihilation was not really good but that's okay i thought it looked really good any <laughs> any what about you jessica uh
0: with director yeah no because i'm sure they're just gonna get some good big name director it's yeah. more the writers i worry about the most when okay. it comes to these movies is
2: there another movie that you would equivalent with the that you would like to see that type of writing for supergirl uh,
0: see i like i like female superheroes but i don't like the super overpowered ones mm. like i like like a jessica jones or like and but not so a super power girls, girl you know, not like a power not girl. captain marvel captain yeah marvel, well yeah. that's in general for any hero not just the female ones mm-hmm. but like i just i really want someone to write a woman right for once <laughs> <laughs> like And to me Like Jessica Jones Was like a really good example That's why I like her so much Is because she's so Woman Like she's just so true And that's what I'm kind of Like season. hoping Like some writer Will do I'm hoping there's a good A lot of female influence Somehow Like maybe a female director Would do good But I'd prefer like If it's a male director Then a bunch of female writers Or like something To they, Change the let, game let, Let's bit.
2: hope we get They get some Good female writers in there hey, Steven, Stephen Anybody Come to your mind, Diablo Cody. Diablo, get uh, honestly, here. like
3: I'm, I'm, I'm right here with Jess on that one. Like I, I want them to do it right for what the character is actually supposed to be. I don't know what they're going for, so I don't know who to choose for a director. Um, but I'd really like it if they got good writers. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, like, I would... we we have plenty of people who do great looking things. It'd be awesome if we got someone who, if you read it as a book, you'd be jazzed about it. Yeah.
2: Uh. Yeah. I. I think. I think that is their biggest flaw over there at DC is that they don't have good writers. Um, for a actress wise, like if they were gonna go older, I would think like a Natalie Dormer could be kind of cool as uh, Supergirl. Was Natalie Dormer hmm. played uh Marjorie Tyrell. Okay, is that right? I was thinking the one the one that's um,
3: uh, forget her name right now. Uh, she plays Mockingbird in Agents of Shield.
2: Oh, Adrian she's supposed to be Wonder Woman. Pilecki or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's on the Orville.
3: Bring her. Over. <laughs> yeah, bring her she's over on the, on the Orville. Now. Okay.
2: Uh, anybody else? Anybody else got some ideas or anything? Because I, if they went younger, I wouldn't know because I never know the younger actresses yeah. or uh, younger actors in general. So uh, I'm just thinking maybe if they went with the Supergirl that's been around for a while, they could do Natalie Dormer. Yeah,
0: well, that's a good choice.
2: Steven? I, t- I stand by the one
1: I said. Oh, that's right. You said Adrian yeah.
2: Pedlecki or Pat or something like that. What about you, John?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I need to reshuffle through some of my folders and see who and that uh, stands weird. out to me. From-
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Mitt Romney over here with his binders full of women. Jesus.
2: <laughs> and that joke coming from 2012. <laughs> I have
1: to. I have to sort through my my uh, blonde file.
2: Well, here you go. Here's a blonde. Um, Bridget Lund Payne or not. Samara Weaving. One of them is, is blonde. And these are the two actresses that are playing the daughters of Bill and Ted in Bill and Ted 3 Face the Music. Hey, What do you want to see in, in Bill and Ted 3, John? Like, you were very much engrossed in,
1: in this story right now. I want to find out if they realized... Or maybe not realize, but if nothing happened with their future that they were supposed to get because they just thought it was going to happen. And then it's like, oh, because they knew what the future was going to be, they didn't do anything to actually keep working towards it. And they kind of canceled it out. Or maybe it was a lie all along. (laughs) And it was like just some prankster from the future. It was like, hey, you guys are going to be like the greatest rock stars ever. But they like, showed them. They, they
2: showed them going to the yeah. future and seeing the... That could
1: have been a ruse.
2: It's, it's all a ruse. All they saw was that <laughs> one room with three <laughs> guys. <laughs> I mean, that that could be, be great. In the third movie, they they are like just running around and they happen to walk into like a sound studio and they see like people putting on a ruse of, of making the younger them mm-hmm. think that they're going to be something. And they're like, wait.
1: Wait a minute. Did we walk in on ourselves being... A trick pulled on us? And then like they're older or their their alternate selves from different timelines for just actors. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, you're still wait, so you're saying the whole thing was a, was was the all to all time travel was, was not real? Because they go back in time. Yeah, yeah I wanna say that uh you know how, like, in the movie with uh, Steve Carell, where he plays, like, a world-famous magician? Yes, Burt Wonderstone? Yes. And at the end, they have this one big trick. <laughs> where they put everybody to sleep. Where they drug everyone and then just move them, like, <laughs> just move like, them like 30 miles outside yeah. the city. That, that does not work. Like, I want to see that. Like, they you know, they go to the 7-Eleven. They get the Slurpees. They, they're, you know, obviously drugged. And so they just get put in these situations where they think they're at Waterloo. <laughs> it's just a big old acid trip throughout the whole movie. Could be, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jess, anything that you love to see? I mean,
2: it would, are you a big fan of the, the Bill and Ted movies?
0: I, I do love Bill and Ted. I like, like the first movie, at least. Yeah. Um i don't know what i'd want to see because the one thing i liked about the first movie was that i'm a history bluff so like mm. i i want to see more history i right. want to see more historical figures like thrown into <laughs> situations they should not be in so maybe like choose different historical figures like or epic
1: battles like
2: of like history yeah. which they didn't end up doing in the second one it's all about a- the afterlife and stuff yeah, like
0: that I, I think the second one i did watch but i don't remember it so therefore i did not oh. like it so <laughs>
2: They go so, to heaven and hell. The second one comes out and came out in 1991. By the time this one comes out, which I believe is supposed to be 2020, uh, we're going to be close to 20, 30 years after the the first or the second one came out. So,
1: what was the time sp- difference between Wall Street and then the new one? Oh, you're probably about right That but, was a long but that's time a, in between That's like a different type of movie This is a comedy Still a direct sequel
2: But comedies have not done Look at Zoolander Zoolander, all that time between didn't do well uh, Super yeah. Troopers, all that time between didn't do well Dumb and Dumber Dumb and Dumber, Dumb dumber, Dumb dumber. 2 yeah. Like that was just terrible yeah. so uh, That was sad Steven, terrible. Anything? Have you? did you like the Bill and Ted movies And do you expect anything from this third movie?
3: Uh, I, I want it to be Back to the Future uh, it's your kids, Marty. <laughs> I, I want that. Okay.
2: I like that idea. I, I mean, them help, helping out their kids makes all the yeah. sense in the world. So, uh, let's see. Swamp Thing. Anybody get a chance to watch Swamp Thing yet? No. That's a big cricket. Well, guess what? You're all the reasons why it got canceled. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean... I, I, I'm I'm betting I'm the only one that has an actual DC Universe subscription, so yeah. yep. I am also in the fault because I haven't gotten around to watching the I don't first know episode. Maybe
1: even pirate it, to be honest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but all all accounts is that it's really good. The production is really great. James Wan like is the producer, so he knows horror, and this is what this is this is a horror TV show. Hmm. Um, everybody is saying that the first two episodes are amazing. I haven't got a chance to watch them yet, but. Warner Brothers has come out and said they are canceling the show after the first season. The first season will play out in its entirety, but there will not be a second season. Obviously, this is coming is off. For
3: me? I'm sorry. I was gonna say uh,
2: James Wan. He works with Blumhouse, doesn't he? He also works with Blumhouse, uh, or Blumhouse, and but he right now has a big contract with Warner Brothers. Like he he did Aquaman. It- he's his Conjuring universe is over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was
3: that's the- that's what i'm that's the reason i was bringing it up is like he works on a small budget to make a thing that looks pretty yes bad, you yes know? yeah so the idea that this is about money doesn't seem like a thing to me in that case you don't think so so what it, what else can it be
2: in it, there. it has to be because this comes off of the the this is this is right after AT and T announces that with their acquisition of Warner Media they are going to they're going to do their own Warner Brothers um, streaming app which will be bundled with HBO and Cinemax because AT and T o- owns both of those as well and it'll be sixteen <laughs> ninety nine a month which you know you're getting two premium channels plus all of Warner Brothers library is a pretty good steal at sixteen ninety mm. nine if that's what it ends up being. Um, yeah. If you want to do another streaming app, like obviously the, the, the internet is getting full with streaming apps at this point. Um, it's the new hotness. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, Hey, we're cutting our cord so we don't pay that huge cable bill anymore, but now you're mm-hmm. paying a huge streaming app bill.
1: Yep. So, uh,
3: but, but see, this is exactly what I'm talking about though. Everyone's taking stuff in house.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> See you just have to have a, a wide variety of friends that each have their own streaming app, and then you all <laughs> you just share, share it. Yeah. I mean they, they, they,
2: they account for that now. <laughs> they, they, they make, make it so that you have uh, multiple accounts on one account and you can and people can use them and stuff like that that they know. so I guess that's one way of saving.
1: I want to start a new social network called Streamshare. Ooh. Just be friends with other people and be like, hey, I'll give you my HBO password if you give me your Star Wars, whatever. I mean that
2: sounds, like a, that sounds like a that sounds like a million dollar idea right there. You should go and develop it. Shit. I better go on Foursquare right now and make that website. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I think that m- I think that Swamp Thing is canceled at DC Universe, but I don't think the DC Universe app is going to be around much longer. I think it will all be folded into the Warner Brothers app. So you're because they they are going to start, they have already started on Titan season two. I'm sure that's going to get incorporated into Warner Brothers. Um, Doom Patrol was highly uh, fan faved and critically acclaimed, so I can't see them canceling that just yet. Um, yeah. Did you guys see the finale of that? By the way, of Doom Patrol, I have not seen the finale yeah. yet. It's it's nuts. Is it? That's what I've heard. I've only yeah. heard gr- I've only heard good things, and that it's kind of crazy. So I need to go watch it's it. Extra cra- crazy. It's extra crazy. I mean, how can it not be with Alan Tudyk? <laughs> Alan Tudyk is amazing. So uh, it, it's
3: man, it's a thing. <laughs> uh,
2: that's all I have for news this week. So if everybody is cool, we can go on to the episode. Let's do it. Alright, so yes. episode one of series five striking vipers. We got to see Black Manta. <laughs> That's a whole new meaning at the end of this yes, episode. <laughs> we got to see Black Manta uh and Falcon make out, <laughs> so to speak. That is a thing that happens. That yeah. is a thing that happens. Um, and, and then, you know, and Mantis and the Black Ranger say, get it on. I, it took me a while to realize that that was Mantis. Like, I was like, I know that face. She kind of looks like Devon Aoki <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So it took me a second. Wait, so she looks like who? Devon Aoki? The girl that played. Uh,
1: Dude, I
3: thought you said Devin Sawa for a second. I was like, how? Sal- yes. She looks
1: like Stan. Stan from Eminem Video. Who's <laughs> um, like little
3: Casper?
2: <laughs> let's, let's talk about this first. This is the return of, of Black Mirror. We hadn't had uh, an official episode. Since season four, you you can say Banner Snatch is a video game or a movie. It's not so much the same as as an episode. It's it's definitely a one-off. How do you feel about returning to Black Mirror at this point? I'm super stoked. I like it.
0: (laughs) I like it. I haven't actually watched all of Black Mirror. It's kind of one that I kind of like pick a random episode and watch. I do not even watch it by its series kind of order so
2: which is great because that's not it's not a show that you have to
0: yeah that's what i really like Mm -hmm. about it so i kind of choose like oh i want to watch one that's like way into the future Mm -hmm. i want to watch one that could be now
2: like (laughs) we've talked about this before john like every episode usually has at least one thing that's a a reference to other episodes but it doesn't it doesn't hurt you not knowing that reference like it's just a Easter egg. Like, it's an Easter egg. Like, oh, like it's it's literally what it, yeah, an Easter egg should be. Like this one has the dots. It has the dot the little disc you put on the side of your head and it they takes call you into it a character in this one, I think. Is that what they call it? I, think yeah. so. I mean we've seen yeah. it in what two other episodes? At this point, yeah, I think yeah. It's no. the I entire it's history of you. Season, they were present throughout. Throughout? Well I know last season. Yeah. USS McAllister definitely has the one. Uh, yeah. And I think you see it in Black Museum as well but I don't know about... Yeah,
3: every, the the entirety of last season fed into um, Black Museum.
2: This is true. Okay. Is yeah. Um, so, but returning with this, this episode, other than the fact that it has this, like, virtual reality mm-hmm. room stuff that you, you 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 enter into to play this video game i didn't feel it was that very tech heavy like the other episodes mm-hmm. usually are well
0: you had the dishwasher that talked to you <laughs> which that cool. i'm like would never buy and <laughs> <It's>
2: very snooty <laughs> it's like, like you okay. need to put the knives <laughs> down like, like
0: screw <laughs> you i'll put the knives any way i want safety hazard <laughs> <laughs> what if this i want to cut myself
1: like, like this <laughs> is not dishwasher safe
2: like when it when it says you need to rinse that that plate before uh before you put it in here it's like Mm -hmm. it he takes it out to go rinse it and then it closes itself it's
0: It's like like,
2: wait aren't you supposed to wait for this plate no
3: i thought it was perfect because they're not (laughs) insane high tech so it's like this is a super smart like dishwasher whatever and it talks to you and shit but it's stupid also we made a dishwasher talk but i still have to rinse my dishes before i put them in (laughs)
1: Yes, because the more things change, the more they say the same. They do show that uh, Samsung finally worked out the kinks on the fold. No, oh, This is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, without the
3: competition that. from Huawei, I mean. Uh,
1: that's all it was. And then that uh, holographic futuristic pinball machine was oh, like, yeah. that's high on my want list. Now. Yeah, Ooh, that, that was, was awesome. <laughs> I was like, yes, that we need more of those. That
0: we need to work on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Black
1: Mana was very much into the video games. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like they do video games right in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> some ways. Yeah. Some way. Some of the the finer details they get right for sure.
3: The the thing <laughs> that um that I liked about this this uh, this season so far, just in general, because I, I just finished watching the entire season mm-hmm. this morning. Um, All
2: three episodes. I feel oh, like, yeah.
3: yeah, uh, I I feel like this whole season feels like what I appreciated about last season of Buckmire, right, series. Um, but yeah, like they, it just feels like this is more of what what I liked from Hang the DJ, um, from San Junipero, and all of those episodes, you know, as opposed to the beginning of Black Mirror, which I feel like was the most like
2: edge piece of shit
1: kind of TV dark show. Dark and oh, the bros <laughs> with the pig.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I always say that that first episode, the the national anthem episode, is such a it's such a it's not a good representation of what the show is. Like, it's so different than the rest of the series. But
1: either you're in or you're out. You are. You're either in or out. Like, okay, I can handle more of this, or nope, I'm drawing Mm -hmm. the line here. You disagree. That
3: that was the thing that made me stay away. It wasn't until series four that I got in.
0: Jessica? Um, That's one of the seasons that I have seen all of it, and I feel like that one was almost... Because it started with TV. Uh-huh. So it's like this is the start of social media, is our live stream TV mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think that is how it mm. fits in. Yeah. Is that it turned politics and television into a social media. So I, I feel like I could argue that it does fit in. It may be filmed kind of, well, it's a pilot. So of course it's filmed yeah. differently than the other ones too. Yeah. Because yeah. um, that was back when it was just BBC, not even Netflix, right? right? So, right.
4: yeah.
0: Um, so it does definitely feel like a pilot but i still feel like you can argue that it does belong in the universe of black mirror
3: it, it, it's, it's not even like a thing where it doesn't fit like as far as like um like story content or, or like technology or anything it's just like i, I feel like they've matured as storytellers and they're, they're not reaching for like shock value kind of stuff
2: yeah, for <laughs> <anymore>. yeah. that first season felt like shock value. However, I would say that Shut Up and Dance has quite the bit of shock value at the end. Like, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Like, that one, I always go back to that one. I'm like, you made me feel for this kid throughout this whole thing. Like, why are they picking on him? He's just jerking off. It's his own thing. Leave him alone. And then you find out that he's jerking off the children. You're like, fuck you. Like, you made me feel for him. He's a piece of crap. This ain't his kid. <laughs> <ain't his> kid. <laughs>
0: all righty, then. I'll be looking forward to that.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, okay. I
0: openly knew if you guys saw
2: all of the kids them, kids so... <laughs> Uh Also, this, episode, this series, this season uh is only three episodes long i think i heard that the they're gonna have another three episodes in the winter but i don't know if that's true or not um the last two seasons have been six episodes long like why drop down to three why go back to the original format of three
0: I thought I heard it was going to be like a two-parter
2: Yeah, series. okay, so you did hear that. Yeah.
0: I, look,
1: I tried looking it up. I couldn't find it again.
0: Oh, and, well, maybe that was just a rumor, rumor, I mean, that.
1: Maybe. And I prefer the quality over quantity because, I mean, mm. we watched um, mm-hmm. the, the Electric Sheep or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, Electric Dreams. Electric oh, Dreams. Right. And, like, yeah. I liked maybe one episode out of that whole thing. I think it was the Brian Cairnson yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. basically.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked the first one. For that series, the, oh, that um, one was good with, too. Uh, Anna Paquin, Anna Paquin. Yeah. I liked that one. Oh
2: yeah, that was okay. But yeah, I, I I get I get what you're saying. Um, but I feel like we did the six episodes that we had in each in season three and season four were all great. I mean, I me and you disagreed on a lot of them. Yeah, but I still
1: thought they were good. They were good quality. Yeah, and so far from what I've seen with I, this one, it's it's all it's all good too. Okay,
3: I'd be happy if it was like you get one episode like every four months. I I wouldn't care. I. just just be like, well, cool. you guys do your thing, and yeah. bring me whatever you got when you're ready.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. Which makes me wonder: Are you watching that um, show that's on Amazon, that, or is it Amazon, or is it Hulu, where they have an episode a month, where each episode ha- revolves around a different holiday, and it's a horror story? I forget. Ah. I think it's Into the Dark or something like that. Like you should definitely really give, this. you should give that a try. It's another anthology type show, but it's all about the different holidays and horror stories that go around those holidays. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Huh. Um. So, this particular episode, the big piece of technology is virtual reality video games, which we're definitely yeah. going towards that, but this is a, a yeah. whole, like, realistic thing. and
0: I don't even know if it's virtual reality to me, like, because I took neuroscience and in that's college, yeah. I'm really thinking it's actually a dream state. Yeah. I really think it's pulling you into your dreams, and that's why everything is fantasy-like, and that's why their bodies aren't moving. They're paralyzed, and yeah. they're, you know, I really feel like that's what they're going for. It's okay. like, it's neuron manipulation, and...
1: They're in the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely closer
2: than <laughs> VR. I
3: would I would agree with that one as well, because it's not like... um So, for VR stuff, like... I, I like more, you know, um, but nothing <laughs> that we have is going to make, a, like, to make a, a man, um, like, switch the feelings that he's feeling during sex to yeah. be an internal feeling. That's just not a thing that we can do, no, anyway. Shape or form. That, that so wasn't I anything agree. to do with the in, VR. In that was just you,
1: <laughs> their love. <laughs> I
3: got,
2: I got wires crossed here for signals inside.
3: what
1: did you say? No, I, I didn't even hear what you said. and I'm sitting next to you i was gonna say that had nothing to do with the vr that was just the how he how he felt about him that was all internal i think he just means physically
2: <laughs> yeah, like physically feeling as if he was had he had a vagina yeah that was one yes. of the
0: like that one guy who was like hey what's it like to have sex with a woman and you know he what like, I, it's like a symphony
1: i do have one gripe about this episode yeah. specifically yeah. because of that yeah um this sounds like it would be one of the most incredible inventions ever uh-huh. <laughs> if the way that they describe what's happening is true or accurate, I mean, this is
2: the same as the as as how they kind of did with that neuro cap that they had in uh, Black Museum, right? Where he, but you had to you had to admit that if they were to create this technology, like they they're creating this technology for video, like I understand the thinking, like hey. We can make it so that they can do the fighting game and people can feel like they're getting hit and stuff like that. But you have to realize that 90 per, 95% of the people using this is going to use it straight for sex.
0: I know. That that was the what interesting do? concept to me, too. Was I was like, would this game actually let you do that? Right. I was like, unless they realized they could like just keep it on the DL <laughs> like and just let people discover they can do it and then their sales market up. <laughs>
1: It's a sandbox. You also, can do whatever you want. I in also
0: it. thought,
2: like, when they're having sex with each other, does the the health meters go up and down? Like, are they are you
1: still counting <laughs> yeah, really? as hit, hurting each other? Like, <laughs> just, just stamina meters. Stamina meters. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, no. you know what? It'd be awesome if it was like a quick time event where you got to try to like hit the button at the right <laughs> time. <laughs>
2: I mean, do you think that they had this going for other games, too? I mean, was there Resident Evil type game where you're shooting each other and then you could just have sex with a zombie kind of thing? Yeah.
1: Well, he was playing Tetris a lot, and some of those shapes are kind of sexy.
3: Oh. Specifically, he was playing Tetris Effect, which is a game that really exists now. That was interesting to see. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, I came up with an alternate title for this episode. I want to call it Brokeback Xbox.
2: I mean, that's exactly <laughs> the first thing when they first started like making out, I was like, "Oh, so this is broke back." Like I did no. not expect this is where the episode was going
1: at all. Oh. At the start. Like I didn't yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, oh, okay. I mean, were well, these two like paragons of male like black masculinity just suddenly realized they got the feels for each other in like the most but, innocuous way possible? But possibly.
0: do they have the feels of you? Do other they? Thing? Because that was like actually the whole point. It's not necessarily each other. It's the fantasy of it that they're in love with, I think.
3: So that that was the thing that's the that, that escapism. I liked about this like that, that I think that's like that's that's one of the questions in that mm-hmm. situation. Cause they, they try to kiss in the episode and they both they both very quickly say like, oh no I didn't feel anything. No 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 <laughs> I don't think they didn't actually feel anything there. And I think this is a situation where there are these two characters who otherwise wouldn't let themselves be free enough to actually admit that they have this attraction in that situation, even if it just is in that situation where one is male, one is female and everything like that. um, I think you you see them kind of like push against those things because it's like, okay, we're one, one dude, one woman, you know? And I, I I just think it's interesting. They chose to use the people that they did in the way that they did for this. It's really cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought that was interesting because they never changed characters. Like if they were really (laughs) not into this thing Mm -hmm. or like, they could have changed up the variables to see how they actually felt, but they didn't want to because no, they don't they want did. to break they the illusion.
0: They didn't want to figure that out. Yeah.
1: The other guy had sex with the polar bear. Apparently, that could, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, like, and that was one of the questions they had was like, the, the guy who was playing the guy was like, what's it like to have sex as a female? And I was literally like, you could find out like right now, just switch characters. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like they never changed
3: I, characters. Like, they never did why wouldn't you anything, try to find so. out? <laughs> I think in that moment though like that that's still these are still essentially like representations of sexuality that we have in real life. There are people who are bi, there are people who are straight, and there are people mm-hmm. who are gay and everything. Um and it, like at the end of the day like one person is still coded to be a dude with a penis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um the other person is like they're they're more like their thing is more of a spectrum.
2: Okay. Yeah. You know?
3: You know, and you also see that person being the one who, in their actual life, is more free in their sexuality in general, having sex with more people. Where the other person is still also rigid and mm-hmm. just being with the one person.
1: And yeah. I like how they played with the consent the conceit that um, the one who is, I guess, the more male has the more stereotypically, you know, domestic life, whereas the one that plays as the female um, is the swinging single bachelor. That's still out there competing with the, the yeah. young guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah, Stephen was just saying.
2: Which, like, I mean, so then I guess that, that I, it kind of brings it to the end where our main character, Falcon, has, like, uh, <laughs> I refer to them as a hero <laughs> character. That's right. You know, him and his wife have come to an agreement that on, I guess, his birthday every year, he gets to have one night yeah. with. Did you think That he told her I don't think he told her He just told her That he's having an affair Yeah
0: I think she realized He's having some form Of emotional affair She can't find evidence Behind it And then now she's like Well if you're gonna do things for yourself then i'm gonna do things for myself right just that I, that's one what night. i feel like she's at that but point. she doesn't and know it's necessarily i don't think Carl. it's implied that it's actually one that one night oh. i think it's implied she's having a full-blown affair
1: oh but to me
0: like the I way she just slips night. off her ring with like no issue whatsoever it tells me it's definitely not the first time she's done this okay
1: See, yeah. and i take the I, I maybe i have a completely different interpretation of that but i think he came completely clean to her and they yeah. realize that they have a life together, they have a family, they just got pregnant and we're having a new child. And they're not going to throw that away. This is like one of those things where they figure out a way to make it work. She mentioned several times, like, hey, I'm being good, I'm, but I have temptation too. Yeah, it like I have like offers, I could do stuff, but I have like loyalties and so much and so forth. And like, I really like that resonates with me. Like, the whole like loyalty is more important than fidelity in a way mm. so um the fact that they found a workaround i think they definitely have an agreement where you know maybe one night a year maybe more maybe it's a special occasions maybe it's like on their birthdays and anniversary that could make it three times a year now um they i mean agree. i would hope they would spend their anniversary together they essentially have a yeah. hall pass and you know because it, it all seemed very like at that point it seemed routine I was like, you know the drill? Yeah. We take these off and all bets are off. You go do what you want to do. I'm going to go do what I want to do. And then we come back to our regular lives, like a little mini vacation from the relationship. And in all honesty, I kind of feel like that's the most futuristic aspect about the episode is the idea of polyamory becoming a norm. I think that the the whole nuclear family thing. I mean, it's still science fiction, but yeah. I see that being kind of interesting. I think that I mean, I definitely believe that there's the idea out there that in modern day the consent that two you know that, that a relationship has to be between just one man and one woman. I or mean, it's still there, partners. but yeah, or just two partners. Um, I think it definitely could move on to one day you could have like you know your other partner that you know is not your full blown. I mean, I'm not talking about poly uh, polygamy, um, but just polyamory. I think is what this this uh, is trying to impose on us.
2: I mean, I guess open root marriages and stuff like that are definitely something that's, that's happening. And yeah. you, me, her is, is a show that's on audience right now about mm-hmm. a man and wife who also have a girlfriend together. So yeah. it, it's what a show is this. I want to see that. It, it's, <laughs> ca- it's called you, me, her. It's on audience. Oh, nice! Uh, I, th- I believe they're starting that's their good, second
3: season. What I perceive the, the situation and being in this one. Um, I, I thought like, again, most anthology series, it's, it's a metaphor for something. Uh, and they're just telling that story separated from, from the the reality of the situation, uh, whether that's like Star Trek showing like you know like oh there's some lizard people and the global warming worked out really bad on their planet, and so everyone's like it worked out bad for the lizard people, so maybe we should take care of our planet, <laughs> you know, like I, I think most anthology series have like that's that's what those are, and I think this one was talking about um, like a to, like uh, a a certain group of people who all know each other, who are all familiar with each other, um, being who they are throughout the entire thing, they're still the same people throughout all of it. In the beginning, we see the one dude being a person who gets around a lot and everything like that. The wife is, uh, she's super hot for some for the idea that some person in the bar goes to talk to her. And oh, that's right. The one guy right. is still, pretty, yeah. The, the the one guy is still really stagnant in who he is. Like he wants like this one thing he's he's pretty much like the like the defined stereotype who has a good relationship with a friend of his and you're talking you're showing all of those things be tested in this new world with these new ideas mm-hmm. uh i think that he came 100 clean to her i think that's probably what happened there i don't know if that uh, that friend gets to come over on all the other occasions and stuff because that might be weird but at the same time i think they're having an operationally working um remote, like uh open relationship Uh, I I think that people look at open relationships in a real specific way. I could never have more than one partner in any way, Mm -hmm. shape or form, but I don't have any issue with with open relationships existing. Um, I think that they found a way for that to work. I don't think it just happens on his birthday though, because that would mean on her birthday, she just, what they hang out together and but on his birthday he gets to like have sex with someone else that's fucked up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it could be it could be a one once a month thing. Like we they literally just show us the one day at the end of the episode mm-hmm. and I I I think that he does come clean that yes, he is feeling something and having an online relationship with someone else, but yeah. I I just don't no. think that he tells tells her that it's Carl because no. there's so much history there that it would I think it would it would affect her more.
0: Yeah. And then that wasn't the the she gift says. that he got the cartridge he got it was hidden in a matchbox wasn't it Wasn't it hidden in something? I
1: thought that was where he was putting yeah, the she, ring. She she gave it to him, she gave it to him in a matchbox.
0: Oh okay.
1: And then she said I want this back tomorrow or something
2: like that. Yeah. yeah. But oh, I thought okay. that was them exchanging their rings. Their their wedding rings or something like that. No. No no no.
3: He he, he they're different size box. Hers is a wedding ring. His is a little matchbox. It's the cartridge.
2: Uh, okay, because he doesn't need to take off his wedding okay. ring. He's not going anywhere and she knows. But but see, yeah. even even if, if even, even that's what the, it's in the box is the little disc thing. He doesn't necessarily have to say that it's Carl. He's just going yeah. to meet up with whoever the virtual lover is.
3: I, I, I feel like it would make a difference to her. to, yeah. know. to she, know. She says in there in the thing, like, like just tell me or whatever. Um, it's like she's fine if he's like fucking around or whatever. But at the end of the day, she wants him to be in the relationship relationship yeah. yeah not like he, he can't be having a relationship with someone she's fine if he's like having sex because at the end of the day she also has those same fantasies
1: but they always come back to each other because that's where the relationship is the strongest it's just that yeah. they're getting something that they need from somewhere else and they're being progressive enough to realize hey like i can't hold this person back if he's going to be a realized person um, i just have to trust in them that you know loyalty is what's going to keep them together um, mm-hmm. the, children too, the children too kind of yeah, the children yeah their responsibility to each other is what keeps them together and it's in a compromised way way where they both get what they want and it sounds like they or at least they portray it like it's a happy medium middle ground for both of them
3: okay, okay. so Listen, we, we all know people in relationships where like someone expects the other person to be there like everything mm-hmm. but it's like no like no. you should have some friends of your own that aren't just me yeah. it's the same
1: thing I mean, it would be worse if it was a situation where, you know, after they realized they were lacking something from their partner and they just toughed it out and said, you know, sucked it up, dealt with it because that's just tradition. You know, Um, in the days before it was so readily easily to, you know, just get a divorce and move on, you just kind of had to deal with it, you know, with infidelities and whatever else came in. And then it became different where like, well, it's not working out. Let's just split up break this all apart and that could create its own messes. Here it's like you know, it, I think that that's, uh, I don't know, this episode resonated. I was like, this this could work.
2: So, okay, uh, John and I have in the past for Black Mirror episodes really disagreed on a lot of the times when it comes to the AI and AI rights, so to speak. Um, <laughs> U.S. McAllister was definitely one of the the big episodes because I say that those imprints are, you know, uh, copies of of real life human beings. it doesn't matter because they're just computer programs you're a monster i'm a monster <laughs> so
3: well, that- I'm, I'm with john here <laughs> yeah no I, I think they're fine they're, they're doing their own thing that's being
2: that they're not a being they're they're a program okay we're not getting into that look what i'm going to get into <laughs> for this episode is well, that is it considered sex are, are is he having sex with with the other guy He's having a relationship yeah, yeah he I, is having a relationship I, I but see so. that's not what they've agreed on at the end of the episode the two the married couple have agreed that he can go out and have sex not that he can have a relationship so he is having a relationship with that guy but he already had a relationship with that guy I'm saying are they actually having sex I think
3: they're, they're not having phys- physical intercourse but I think that they're having sex like it, it, it is a physical entanglement
2: okay
0: they're definitely having the very unrealistic fantasy version. Of sex.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, all that, like nobody, like sex on, in the ocean, in the ocean waves. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just problematic in reality. On a rooftop. with like you you just random so water pouring on you as you're like
1: <laughs> a dirty alley
0: against the wall. <laughs> like, just
1: not. You know, one of those, one of those locations reminded me of a, the alley scene from like Injustice, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Superman game. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow. I was like, hmm, what video game level would I like to like bang in one day? <laughs> I started thinking through my mind. like Maybe that Chinese market where Chun-Li fights. So people, like, with all those... Like, the the, the bathhouse where E-Honda's at? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Look, um, I, just, I,
2: just, I just bring it up because it's like, is it cheating
1: then? That's, it's that's cheating on an emotional
2: people. level, yes. But
1: is it... It was until he came clean. And then they came to yeah, an agreement. Yeah. If they
0: came to an agreement, then it's no longer cheating. But like in the beginning, it was mm-hmm. definitely yeah, cheating. Yeah, absolutely. He knew it was wrong. He felt guilt that meant it's yeah, cheating. And feel, it was You can feel guilt
2: breathing. for something that isn't actually wrong.
1: You think it's wrong but doesn't mean it is wrong.
0: I feel like he felt he yep. was cheating.
1: Okay. He yes, wow. he definitely feels like he's cheating. Well, well not only that, but was he was like, also really wow. mentally disturbed for a while because this was his like best bro. Well that's yeah. a
2: that's a whole nother that's a whole yeah. nother
1: issue of the of the episode.
2: I'm just talking about the whole infidelity part of this of the show. Yeah, because it was affecting his
1: marriage. Yes. He couldn't get it up for his wife anymore and they were trying mm-hmm. to have another But child. the first time it, it did help him get it up for his wife. Yeah, but that was right after. Well, the I mean, first
0: time it was right after they didn't you, actually yeah. have. Sex. They
2: just yeah, but they kissed. It was something new. It was yeah. something fresh. Like, is, is it any wait, wait, different than watching on. porn? Is what I'm going at. Like Ooh. some people I, think I porn think is cheating. Well,
3: having sex. there's there's a lot more going into it than that. He's not, he's not just looking at something and, and like wanking it or whatever. And depending on the relationship that you're in, watching porn and doing other things like. Like That would be a situation where you're essentially cheating on someone else because you're lusting after someone else, depending on the person's relationship. Yeah, I don't look at that as being that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, he's doing something that's outside of what are in or inside the agreed upon parameters for their relationship. So I think it's cheating,
1: you know, just kind of on a tangent to this. Um, I used to have a friend a long time ago, this is gonna date me, but before uh, DVDs were a thing. I had a friend who had a massive collection of a porn friend. on VHS. Uh-huh. Yes. I would tell you if it was me, Mitch. Okay. I don't know why you think you that shy. <laughs> like, if I had told you. Um, Anyways. Yes, RIP my first hard drive, by the way. Okay. But uh, in the days of VHS, I had a friend that had a porn collection. And then he started dating a woman who turned out to be very, very jealous about many different things. One of them was pornography. Uh, she found his stash, and then he found his stash in pieces. Like, she literally, oh. literally took a hammer to like I want to say I don't know let's go with 6,000 pieces 20 20 something (laughs) let's go with that yeah it was um, yeah unplayable and that was just the beginning of that but anyway um, yeah so again
3: outside of the the agreed upon parameters of their relationship so it's bad yeah
1: exactly and there was something they didn't discuss prior and she apparently was not cool with it so we learned the hard way But I did kind of like how they show that with uh, the other friend, uh, the single one, is, you know, he's also starts having problems performing um, and they show, I I don't know who was playing the girl, but she looked very familiar. Oh, I don't know who Um, who it was. Yeah, I, I liked how they showed like, oh, like, you can't finish okay no problem mind if i take care of myself then and he was like yeah sure and then she starts watching some pornography on her phone i'm like that seems weirdly progressive like you normally yeah. don't see that you normally you would just see her just kind of be frustrated and turn over or leave and this is like oh well, no problem i'll take care of it myself i was like yeah you go girl <laughs> okay.
2: Well, I mean, yes, it's outside. It, once you establish parameters in your own relationship of what what is allowed and what isn't allowed, I, I the whole porn thing is just I don't know. That seemed weird. Anyways, the what I wanted, uh, one of the shots that I did enjoy though is when uh, you have Falcon and Black Manna meeting up in the rain. <laughs> And they're, you know, <laughs> black man is like, oh, we're gonna fight. Okay, let's fight. But they're in the rain, and it, it's the camera shot is definitely set up just like how the first time the two of the, the two characters yeah. are about to fight each other in the virtual the, the yeah. virtual world. It should have been yeah. versus, right? Yeah, there the- should have been a versus and a fight s- sign that came up. I thought that was pretty cool.
3: I thought for a moment that it was gonna be that they were gonna actually like start fighting and stuff, mm-hmm. and then it would feel more similar to that VR situation and they might discover where that, where that passion stuff is. Yeah. Did not happen that way.
1: It did not happen that way. <laughs> I mean, that would have been predictable. I'm glad that it happened the way it happened, yeah. but yeah, I kind of was already thinking like, Oh, they're going to start fighting and it's going to end with them just kissing each other. Like mm-hmm. the end of Bruno. No, it started with them kissing and then ended up with them. Fighting. Well, yeah. like, yeah, yeah <laughs> actually it's a good it version. Yeah. it you
3: know? ended up like this is only a kiss.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, did anybody else get a feeling that this was filmed somewhere else outside of the United States like everything that all the scenery looked like it was like uh, East Asian to me
1: it looked vaguely European
2: to me a little bit oh that's yeah. weird Okay. Anybody, Steven any, any thoughts on that I, I,
3: had, I had feelings about where um, the third episode of this season was shot I think it shared some set pieces with where they shot Battlestar Galactica actually
1: but I, don't, I didn't feel anything for the first two. Mm-mm. Caprica? Any, uh, so any other uh, things that you want to bring up about this episode? Anybody? Um, I didn't look for it carefully enough, but I thought there might be some kind of reference to the episode with um, Kurt Russell's son. With that video game theme. Oh, that's true. It might have been.
2: It might have been created. The video game might have been created by the same people that played. That did play test.
1: Yeah, I was trying to look for something like that, but I didn't look into it deep enough, and I just kind of let the episode maybe that episode wash over me. Maybe that game was actually featured somewhere too. Like you probably f- see it in the background. Maybe that'd be kind of cool. Or from the makers of whatever that horror game horror was supposed game to be. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anything, Jeff?
0: Uh, I think I was slightly annoyed that this guy gets to be. Like a woman for sex and then he has the most perfect sex and never like figures out what it's actually like <laughs> for most women.
1: That's why it's a fantasy. Like,
0: what's it like for women? It's like a symphony and I was like, eh, like no. 10% of the time if you have a good
2: part. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but that's also interesting because yeah. it is, he obviously doesn't have those parts so yeah. it's, it has to be his imagination making up 90% of that, right?
0: Yeah, that's, but no. that's where I'm that's like, it's so like good. a dream world mm-hmm. more than... virtual reality reality because they are like he is like his brain is manipulating these feelings into him Mm -hmm. kind of thing is what i'm going
1: and this was written by charlie brooker too so they're all written by charlie brooker so who knows what he knows about that steven
3: i just i just really like the episode i think it's a really good one um (laughs) as far as where where the the where this goes in the like pantheon
2: of Black Mirror episodes, it's definitely like top five for me. Whoa, top five. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd I say I, I enjoyed this episode. It, it went in places that I did not expect it to go. And, yeah. Uh, it, it does seem, it, to me, it seemed a little different than the rest of the Black Mirror episodes, like from the rest of the c- series. It was kind of on a positive end note, which
1: is not usual for the series. Is,
2: this is true. There's not, it doesn't usually end on a positive note, but I just felt like I, maybe coming off of season five. Of, Sorry, coming off of season five. <laughs> coming off of season five, like all those episodes had to do with like uh with AI and in some in some way like that. So that's why this was different. Go ahead, Steven. I don't know,
3: you're good. Uh, I I, th- I think all of the episodes for this season kind of go
2: positively, I guess. To
0: yeah. a certain degree. We'll t- uh, the second one.
2: Like <laughs> we'll get into those when we we'll get to those episodes. Yeah. So so for
3: for more of that listen next week next week that's right
2: uh all right if you want to talk about this episode or any of the stories we talked about this week you can get a hold of me i am on twitter at
1: Michipedia g-e-m-g-e-m stands for geekly media john is also on twitter at i'm also at magic bollocks and uh tweet at me let me know what does a woman's perspective feel like (laughs) is it a symphony can you get that into a whole tweet i mean maybe do it in emojis okay and uh (laughs) steven where can people find you online
3: you can find me pretty much across every single social network out there
2: as either Peppermint Gent or
3: Peppermint Gentleman. That's me. Come find me. We'll hang out.
2: And Jess, <laughs> is there any social media you'd like to give out?
0: You can find me on Instagram at Bay 90
2: There you go. Uh, and the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, com for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Media Network. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek out.
0: out. This concludes our broadcast.